Hello, welcome to episode six of Coffee with Victoria. How is everyone doing? How are you doing? Today is Thursday when I'm recording this so that it can be out on time on Friday at 10 a.m., which is the original day. I know last week I slacked a little bit, but I, you know, back in the schedule and it's, you know, I'm, I'm doing better this week, honestly, and, you know, planning my schedules have like planning when I plan planning my schedule, I mean planning my week has been such a game changer and helping me to be more productive and efficient and just less guilty for like doing the things that I want, you know? So like you know how we like scroll on Instagram or um TikTok for hours or watch a show and stuff and we kind of feel that guilty feeling like, oh I don't feel productive, I didn't get much done. But the thing is, like, when I do that now, I don't have those thoughts anymore. And it's because, like, I literally schedule time to do that. <laughs> okay, so I don't actually schedule time, like, you know, at five to six watch TikTok videos. That's not what I mean. What I mean is that I put all my important things that I want to do for the day, like, um, I don't know, like, work out or um, get this meeting done or plan like content like I will schedule important things that I need to do like appointments and all that stuff in my schedule and make sure that they're done and so that I know that that I'm not stealing time away from those things do you know what I mean so say that you schedule things at like two o'clock you want to do a um you want to brainstorm for content say that you're you know a business um you own your own business and you want to brainstorm some ideas. So from two to three o'clock, you would brainstorm ideas within that hour. And then if you were to scroll on TikTok and go on, on Facebook or whatever afterwards, that's fine because, I mean, you got what you needed done, right? So technically, you're, you did schedule that in to, you know, that whatever free time, that white space that you have between um, your your schedule, that's time for you. And and if you choose to use it to leisure around, yeah, that's your choice. And don't feel guilty about it, right? And that's what's honestly been great for me because I remember I used to feel so guilty just lounging around doing nothing and just shaming myself for doing that. And now I get to do it and enjoy it and not guilt myself. <laughs> so if you ever feel like you, you you know you have that same feeling as I did before where you're like lounging around you don't feel productive you didn't get much done try scheduling out um, I think I've talked about this a little bit before on my Instagram if you guys want me to go into details more on a podcast I definitely can but the one podcast honestly that helped me was actually the life coach school podcast about um Oh, I can't remember the specific name, but it is about, um, you know, being more productive. And I think it's just like uh, making more time out of the day, something like that. But look up at the life school, life, excuse me, the lifecoachschool.com. And then you can go to their podcast. And if you put, put in um, productivity or something, I think that should come up or time. It should come up for you. But it, that, that honestly helped me so much. So go check that out. I'm sorry if you hear my dog in the background. She, she's, I don't know what she's doing. She's playing. But um, yeah, anyways, 
with that being said, I hope you guys are doing well. I hope, honestly, you're doing well. Check in with yourself. Ask yourself, how are you? What are you feeling? You feeling angry? You feeling good? You know, it's Friday when I post this, so hopefully you guys had a good week and you're feeling good. Um, let me know as well what drink you're having. I'm having a peach green, iced peach green tea. Um, nothing fancy though, it was actually my leftover hot green tea from earlier and then I turned it to ice and add some peach juice and that was about it. And it's delicious though. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so for today's podcast, I really wanted to talk about mental health in Asian cultures, but specifically why we don't ask for help and why the stigma is about. Um, I know I've talked a little bit about this on my other podcast called No Backtalk Podcast with my cousins, but I wanted to go dive in deeper into, you know, how you can change this, right? How you can you know, how can you take steps into being more open about talking about your mental health, okay? So, let's start talking about, I guess, the why, really. And all of us know why, though. Like, no one needs to tell us why we don't talk about mental health. I think everybody in the Asian community, if you are grew up Asian American or, or you have parents, um who are not even like immigrants um, from another country, depending on your family dynamic, if you're really traditional, you know that mental health is a stigma because it is just not something that is supposed to be said aloud. And the reason being is because one, it shows that there is something quote unquote wrong with you. And then if there's something wrong with you, then in it reflects back on the parents and the whole family and then it becomes like a big issue because then now everybody in the community will look at this family as like oh my goodness they have so much going on and you know it looks quote-unquote bad right and I want to say that there's nothing wrong with you okay there's nothing wrong with you but this is how it's portrayed like there's something wrong and if we were to talk about as well it's also awkward (laughs) like people not people i'm sorry but in the asian community they kind of look at us as like a awkward burden like if you were to tell somebody that you are struggling or you're feeling upset say like your parents for instance your asian parents will then feel really upset because they don't like that you're bringing up sadness because it's kind of awkward for them and uncomfortable And then they kind of go come back at you like don't act like that and they kind of start guilt tripping you right like you live this type of life like you know back back then i i don't know you know how to pick you know rice or rice lilies off the rice patties i don't know something like that and you know they they start to kind of shift the um well i they shift the topic only because they're not understanding what you're trying to say they're really not understanding what you're communicating to them what they're hearing is that oh you're upset like this is such a nuisance you should not be upset instead you should focus on this or you should just you know keep grinding harder to forget about your feelings it's not feelings are just feelings like 
just keep going kind of thing right and I, and again this is not all asian household but for the majority it is and this stigma is still alive even till this day and age um it's gotten better as social media has risen and like a lot of um asian i would say asian american parents or asian parents are watching social media or being on social media and watching the news that okay like you know kids are being more outspoken these days let's see what they have to say and so they're a little bit more open to hearing about that right but it's still uncomfortable and this is why I would say most of us as like first generation or younger Asian Americans are uncomfortable opening up to anybody, right? To our friends, to our um, partners and, you know, in romantic relationships, you know, to, to counselors, to anybody. So if we can't open up within our family, it's going to be hard for us to open up to anybody. <laughs> like, and we do find friends along the way. To, and then they we find this bond and we start opening up to them right and it, but at first it is awkward because we're not used to it we don't even know how to explain our feelings because we weren't even taught how to explain our feelings and so sometimes that results into actually action like people reacting instead of you know taking the time to understand what's going on within themselves so this is what happens when um you know, someone gets angry and they don't know how to express their anger, or express how they feel. And sometimes sadness too, and overwhelm and anxiety. Some people kind of explode into like maybe anger or maybe in tears because they're overwhelmed because they don't really understand what is going on. And again, it results to reaction. So people will fight, scream, shout because they don't understand how to handle the emotion and they don't even like understand the emotion that they're having right so this is very common with um parents who don't you know fully understand themselves how to even how they feel right because i'm not trying to bash on parents or my parents because my parents were the same too growing up to my sister and I and after I was able to get help for myself um I honestly opened it opened my eyes to being more compassionate towards my parents as well because you know sometimes when we grow up and we have all this emotional um issues that we start unpacking in our adult years and we realize oh our parents didn't teach us this like why is why am i having so many problems now that i have to fix or face and all that stuff and then we want we know we want to turn the blame on someone and that normally is our parents and i want to say that though yes there are parents and they should have you know maybe quote unquote did better they honestly did the best they could right? Whether you believe it or not, they really did the best they could. Um, I no longer hold resentment towards my parents for a lot of the emotional, I want to say trauma, but like, I guess the emotional illiteracy that I had, because um, I definitely didn't understand my own emotions until recently. And again, once I did, I was able to be more compassionate for them, be like, okay, like, oh my goodness, like, 
I can see why my parents did what they did because in the moment it's so hard to change that and you they don't know they never they didn't have the resources like I did and it's unfortunate but it's true and that's why I can show compassion like they didn't know right just like how I didn't know when I made those mistakes before because it, those kind of things leads to our adult years, like them not knowing how to express themselves. And when they're angry, they kind of like yell and say things that they don't mean or whatever. And we do the same things maybe to our partners or to our friends or whoever. And then we kind of feel guilty afterwards, right? Like, oh, why am I like this? Oh, I'm like this because of my parents. But think about it. You didn't know better either. And so if you didn't know better, then your parents didn't know better. Okay, your parents, my parents, I, again, I used to hold a lot of resentment <laughs> towards, um, I, you know, especially my father who was emotionally unavailable. He was kind of that, like, you, you know, the, the typical Asian man who doesn't <laughs> show emotions at all. And he hides, like, all his emotions and you don't even know what he's thinking kind of thing. And kind of, he says very few words. So that was my dad and I, I I did put a lot of blame on him for always yelling never like trying to be understanding never trying to be more um, calm and compassionate towards me I was just always wondering why he was so angry all the time and mean and then as I got older I was able to really look at you know, once you kind of look, unpack the, that emotional, I guess, quote unquote, trauma or issues that you may be facing in your adult years, that is a, literally a reflection off of your parents, you know, you developing your parents' habits. And once you kind of, again, look at those developed habits you had in your childhood that ultimately came from your parents, then you're like, oh, okay, crap, like you know, they must be hurting too. They must be so frustrated not knowing why they did that either, right? And it's kind of them just reacting like how we did in, in our past situations before we knew anything about how to handle our emotions that we just reacted, right? And so it, these kind of things, what, what was I was trying to say? <laughs> oh, um, yeah, so it was... Being in this type of situation, I was able to show a lot more empathy towards myself than towards my childhood upbringing and then of course ultimately towards my parents. And in a lot of Asian households, it could are not a lot, I would say majority, majority of Asian household, the parent and um, children dynamic can be kind of... I guess not shallow, but on the surface level, right? Because we don't technically, not a lot of us can open up to our parents because of our parents not able to understand and then it makes them kind of feel weird and awkward or they change the subject or suddenly they guilt you, right? And I want to say that you don't, you know, you don't need to put so much blame on them and though, and though that you want to open up, you can still open up to them. 
you can still open up to your parents in a way where it doesn't have to be all, right? It doesn't have to be everything. And if they are receptive of, you know, listening to everything and, you know, really trying to understand you, then go for it, right? But then if they're not, they can't really can't comprehend or be capable, don't put them at that, don't hold them at that expectation. Yeah, so you holding them at that expectation, you're only putting yourself um, at risk for, you know, um, being upset. And so with that being said, you can still have a very close and loving relationship even if they don't know everything, right? My, now my, my relationship as I view it with my parents are is so much closer. Like I would honestly say it's like a 180 since I, before, like before I, um, so like honestly ever since like, I, from what I remember since I was in elementary school, like until college, like we, me and my parents had like, not the best relationship at all. It was very surface level and it was just, it was pretty bad. And I'm, and I'm not saying it's all their fault either. I was a, I was a pretty mean kid <laughs> as well. Um, yeah, so it, it really got better. And when it got better, it, it just made me so much more happier. I'm just so much more happier now. Um, talking to my parents and I even though they don't know like absolutely any everything like you know that and that's because also a language barrier um except for my dad <laughs> my dad is just because like you know just because the guy he is he's he's not really all there emotionally yet and that's okay he doesn't need to be all emotionally available for us to have a good relationship because I can still deem it a good relationship in the way that I make it right it doesn't have to be like him seeing our relationship, that's entirely up to him. But me viewing my relationship now with my each of my parents, like it's a great time. And like my thoughts about them totally shifted. And now I'm having like such a great time. All right. And so this episode, I know I said I would talk about mental health and why it doesn't, you know, come up um, as often in the Asian community household. I want to encourage you guys to now, because again, you guys all know why it's a stigma, right? It's that, it's that awkwardness. It's that, oh, it's a burden to the family. And I want to offer that it's not, okay? Even though they don't fully understand now, it's really, you know, up to yourself whether or not you want to believe that it's a burden, right? Do you want to believe it's a burden? Is it making you any happier trying to just comply to what they say and just like go with what they say? Right? Seeking help doesn't make it, doesn't deem you as like someone who um, there's something wrong with you, right? It doesn't make you wrong for doing that. It doesn't mean that you are abnormal. You are so normal, actually, because they're having the same feelings as you because you had to got it somewhere. Okay, you you had to had that got that feeling somewhere. Now I'm not saying everything's inherited, but um, you know ultimately again there it's a reflection of your how you adopted habits in your childhood and like how you were raised. So 
you got a summer so they're feeling it too they just unfortunately are not great at understanding it but what they're really good at um our parents are really good at is repressing and avoiding <laughs> and they just they're like so good at that and um you know at, at this point uh, at their age it's not so much them wanting to learn how to be more emotionally literate it's more so just that they're finding their happiness towards us right as we all know that our parents are always like as long as you're happy i'm happy i came to america here to sacrifice so much so that you guys can have a happy and um you know less burdening life than than they did so with that being said for them to be happy you need to be happy and i know i talked about this in my last podcast but it's so true and you seeking help if that's going to make you happy and that's going to make you better they will ultimately be happy right in the end okay so i know i talked again i I think i talked a a lot about this actually in my last episode but that's okay because it's good to talk about it again (laughs) and um and i again going forward in the asian community like don't and, and I know it's embarrassing to talk about it because for a while I was super embarrassed and uncomfortable to talk about my feelings, especially on social media, because I had a lot of my close um, family on social media. And it was it's so hard for some reason, not for some reason, I know the reason, <laughs> it's hard for me to open up to my par- uh, to my family rather than strangers because when it's strangers you kind of you don't have any expectations on strangers right you're just like okay yeah whatever at least for me that's how i my mind works but when it comes to family i'm like oh my god like i don't know what they're gonna say like i haven't really opened up like this before towards them and it's because like you feel awkward because they just never seen this vulnerable side of you and being vulnerable you know, two people who you're closest with can be the hardest because that their words could hurt more because you, you know, view them in a certain way, right? And so it can be very hard. And now I'm not saying you need to put your feelings out in the world, but opening up about your mental health and feelings to somebody, whether it be a friend, family, a therapist, or a life coach, will help immense you know will not help only you but you start seeing the all the byproducts that come out of it you know your relationships will change around you not just with your parents but with your significant other with your friends with your um you know other family members so i want to encourage you guys that if you feel uncomfortable talking about your mental health then you are doing it right. Because <laughs> if you're not uncomfortable, then change can't happen, right? Because if you are trying to change and you feel, I'm not saying that it has to be like painful, but if you don't feel uncomfortable and nervous, then you know I would highly suggest that you relook at how you're trying to do, um, trying to approach this because uh, you know. <laughs> Change is not going to happen if you, you're in this, you know, good, comfortable, warm sp- space. You got to go jump in the cold water, right? 
you gotta go in and then cause, cause just like a pool, when you jump in the cold water, it might be cold and freezing and like yucky at first, but then you kind of get used to it. And then you get, you know, it becomes suddenly warm and then you are like enjoying the pool, right? So I encourage you guys to dive, dive deep. Is it at this way? Dive deep? Dive? No, go dive, dive head on. Yeah, you know, I'm not really good at the, like those sayings. I don't remember. So please forgive me and scratch that. Um, but basically, it's okay to be uncomfortable. And I'm learning that myself as well. Because putting myself on social media and doing this type of um, work and trying to be a life coach and putting myself on there not trying to be a life coach being a life coach and putting myself out there it's hard and I every time I you know this is like this is really getting real with you guys like every time I post something whether it be a podcast an Instagram story an Instagram picture anything once I post it, I literally have the feeling of throwing up. <laughs> like, I'm so uncomfortable and so nervous that I want to throw up because I'm like, oh my god, people are going to make fun of me. People are going to be like, what the hell is she talking about? She doesn't know what she's talking about. Like, I'm thinking all the things, right? The worst things that could possibly happen because my brain, you know, goes there as any normal brain who is uncomfortable. But I always remind myself is that if I'm uncomfortable and feeling this way, that means I'm doing it right. <laughs> and I always tell myself that if I could help one person and this one person could, you know, really understand what I'm trying to say or this, like, what I'm saying really resonate with this person, then it, it's worth it because I used to be that one person, right? When, when I would, wa like, look at all the things, like, so with my life coach, who is also a really good friend of mine, she would post things um, and she would get like a few likes here and there and she'd always post like um, Facebook lives and everything and every time she talked I was just like man she's really saying stuff that I resonate with and and she wouldn't give too many views on her Facebook live and but I was always like watching maybe either the recordings or of it um, after she was live or maybe I was the only one there and I just remember I was that one person who needed to hear all the things that she was saying. And then look at me, I signed up for life, I signed up for um, life coaching with her. She's my life coach now and I, I don't regret it. And because, and I used to be a little bit skeptical of it, which I will talk about in another podcast episode of my skepticism with life coach and my um, journey with therapy and life coaching and the differences. Um, I think that would be a fun one, but I don't regret it because I've learned so much, not only about myself, but how like certain tools I didn't have could change my life so much. <laughs> like it changed my relationships, it's changed my worth ethic, it changed my um, way of scheduling and trying to balance and productivity and all that. So it really changed a lot, you know, and changed a lot of my life unintended <laughs> um yeah so i i guess i should rename this podcast it's not so much as why we don't try to ask because again everyone knows why we don't um as asian americans why we don't typically talk about our mental health but this is more so how to get over that little 
hump you know that that you know burning feeling that we want help but like that lump in our throat that stops us from saying so and then so whenever you feel that lump coming up in your throat when you're trying so hard to find help i just want to remind you that being uncomfortable is good it's normal and that there is nothing absolutely not nothing wrong with you and then remembering that the things that you know are coming up in your adult life or whatever you know whatever time that you are listening to this whether you're a teenager or in your 20s like me that this had acquired over time right and then you now noticing it is honestly the first step if you notice it now you are on the right path you noticing it and wanting help you are on the right path okay so there is nothing wrong with you all right i can't stress that enough there is nothing wrong with you you guys are normal i used to put that on and i think that's what a lot of us um put that word or um that image on ourselves because you know in asian american households because it's viewed as burdening and like weird and awkward or wrong we think that there's something wrong with us and then we always put ourselves like we're the odd ones out or like you know we're really weird and or we are um such a nuisance but you're not you're not weird it's normal you're you know, your parents are just, our parents are just really good at hiding it. You know, their insecurities and struggles and um, their emotions are just really good at avoiding hiding as we are not because times are different than how they were able to cope with their feelings, right? So times are different now and that's why we feel different and that's why we want to change instead of do the same thing that they did and just avoid our feelings and repress them. All right, so I hope this helped. Um, and as I'm doing more and more of these podcasts, I feel a little bit more confident now <laughs> in speaking because I felt like, like at, at least on the last like three podcasts, like, ugh, like I know I was super nervous and I was talking really fast and talking <laughs> a lot of gibberish. And I and I don't regret it though because if I hadn't done all those, then I wouldn't be in this comfortable spot right now. See guys, when you're uncomfortable and it's you're doing it right because as you keep going, it gets better. The water gets warmer and you enjoy it more. So that's what I'm doing now. And I hope this encourages all to seek out the help that you want, okay? Because you don't need it. You don't need it because there's nothing wrong with you, right? You're perfect the way you are. You're fine the way you are. But if you want help, then I really encourage you to seek it. And I'm always here to talk. My DMs are open. Um, my consults are free. We can literally just be just, you know, having a good conversation. If you want just like a good conversation, if you don't want to dive too deep into what you really want to um, talk about, you know, as far as your mental health and your emotions, that's okay. We'll take it step by step. Alright, so I'm always here if you guys want to talk, but other than that, I hope you have a good rest of your day, whatever time you're listening to this, and I will talk to you next time. Bye!